What it do, playgirls and playboys, welcome to episode 15 of High Vertical, your sports podcast. I'm with my co-host, Nick Gammon. Hey. How's it going, man? So good. So good. So many sports stuff we got to get to, so little time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with some light NBA news. I just want to get Nick's reaction to this. Lakers' Danny Green expects vets to use load management with shorter NBA NBA offseason. He was saying that LeBron might just sit out the first half of the whole season. Oh, wow. What's your take on that? I think Danny Green can manage my load. (laughs) 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 Yes, kidding, Danny. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the schedule's fucked. So it's starting way earlier than we thought it would. Yeah, is it starting Christmas? Or yeah, it's starting there? like December twenty second. It's when like Oof. games are expected to be played, and they're still like planning to do a seventy to seventy two game season, which at least they're shortening it. Yeah. But probably not by enough. Um, no. They probably should push it back more. But I forgot when I was thinking about how they should do the season. I forgot about the Olympics. Yeah. So that makes sense, and I'm sure those guys would rather play in the Olympics. Give it to China for Trump, you know, because I know they all want to do that. They all want to mm-hmm. do it for their boy. So, dumpy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, seems like uh, seems like it could be a pretty weird year where depth's going to be really important. It does. Um, Which would be rough of... for the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, and then are they just going to vacate? Like the reason they had such an like, let's just be real, like. If the Lakers had, if they, if they probably would have went to the finals anyway, because they had the one seed, if there wasn't a bubble, yeah, but I think that one seed is kind of important for them, for their success, in my opinion, going forward, just because it's just you, you, you kind of want that home court advantage whenever for like a LeBron game, just like you want Staples Center packed. That's a huge. Huge thing. I think, I think the only thing is and even then I'm not even sure if actually maybe like uh, will the will the Lakers even have crowds this probably the season? by by the summer they'll probably have like still limited capacity by the time the playoffs right. would actually kick off. That's what I'm guessing. But even then, like they're a really good road team. The only yeah. team for them that I would worry about is the Nuggets because they're mm. young and they got that altitude advantage up there. And especially in a condensed season, that I could see that becoming an even more tough place to play than usual. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see how that goes. But they're going to do a bunch of weird shit, too, with like the schedule um, being like baseball, you know, where like you play a series against a team, like you go mm-hmm. to Milwaukee to play like two games. Yeah. And then you go back and you play two games against Orlando or whatever. So... It's going to be really interesting to see how that maps out and the kind of effect that has. Um, yeah, going to be by far the strangest NBA year, probably even stranger than this past one. Um, yeah, just because we're going to actually go through a full season with these new rules, and it's, I think it's one thing to like adjust and adapt, you know, like when something like COVID hits, you know, everyone's got to work on the fly. In this scenario, we're starting in the world of COVID. And we think it's going to be better by the time it ends, but we're like mm-hmm. setting the parameters based off of being like the same, you know, as it has been and as it will be in December. So mm-hmm. 
that'll be really interesting when we get to the playoffs and you're like, oh, I feel like they could let more fans into this arena and get more of an advantage. And, oh, I felt like they could have stretched the season out a bit more. And if they push the Olympics back again, then, like, you know, what was the point of doing this whole schedule like this? So, yeah. which I think the Olympics probably will get pushed back again. So, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be weird, but... Yeah. Danny Green we'll taking advantage of the the spotlight yeah. to drop some crazy news. I mean, is he even going to be on the team next year? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that boy is trade fodder if there ever was any. <laughs> I got me. Uh, other NBA news, Pat Riley had his uh, annual press conference. Every GM does this. They have a press conference with the media to close out the season, like an exit interview pretty much. It was over Zoom. And Pat Riley had a had a take on the Lakers that only Heat fans will like, uh, maybe even Boston fans. But everybody, oh, I'm sure I like it. <laughs> yeah, he says there will always be an asterisk on this Lakers title. <laughs> the, the, They're Pat Riley, okay. <laughs> Lakers Lakers title will always have an asterisk due to Heat injuries. Bleacher Report uh, said oh. Lakers championship will have an asterisk. Pat, d- took a dig at LeBron and company after a historic bubble title. He said, like, we had our leading scorer, a scorer out of the whole series. Bam was hurt. Like, we had our best players hurt. And we see we still took him to five. That was pretty much his argument. So I was like, if we had a full team, I think that we would actually win. And, and maybe he's right. Who knows? I agree with them, but obviously no one's trying to hear that. Yeah. That's like, and he was also, he also in, in, in that whole, it was like 43-minute uh, press conference, he talked about wanting to do right by Bam, keeping Bam home, wanting to sign... Uh, Jay Crowder and and uh, I would say Duncan Robinson because I think Duncan Robinson he, I think his rookie deals up this at the this off season. Did he say anything so, about Goran? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. He wanted to do right by Goran, Jay Crowder, and uh, Duncan Robinson. I think they're gonna. I think Goran's probably sign a one year, really nice one year contract, or maybe a two year for. I hope it's a one year because. He's. We're all in on the 2021 yeah. free agency market. So him and Jay should sign one years. Yeah, I would sign one possible. years. And then picking up Kelly's option because I think Kelly's going to stay. I mean, everybody's going to pick up their option this offseason just because the money is so. No one knows how the money's going to be in a couple of years. I mean, in yeah. the next offseason, really. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Definitely this this upcoming offseason and uh, you know, probably the next couple offseasons after that. It's kind of up in the air. I think by the time the uh. 2021 2022 season rolls around things should be completely back to normal mm-hmm. but still gonna be a financial hit this year it's gonna be pretty significant so i mean you already got at least 10 to 12 less games and then you're probably not gonna be able to sell any tickets for most of them and then i think at best you'll be able to be at like half capacity by the end of the season who knows? I heard that whoever owns Golden State, I don't, I don't remember his name, and it doesn't matter that much, but he's like involved in trying to find out ways to like, like technological ways to get people back into arena safely. I'm not sure where he's at with that, but that was like a big thing that he financed um, when Corona hit. Was like mm-hmm. how you can get it to 100% capacity safely, even if the virus is still around. Which I think probably just comes from like, you know, if you buy a ticket, you have to have like a COVID test and you get your temperature checked at the the thing and all that. And you get sent away if you have symptoms. So it's probably what it is. And maybe maybe two people be infected. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. 
Herd immunity. So Herd I'm immunity, immune, but I don't know. <laughs> but apparently, people who they're the antibody. If you if you've had COVID, you have less of the antibodies. Fight off. There's your COVID fact of the day. I just read that. You have less antibodies if you've had COVID. Yes. You have more COVID antibodies if you never had COVID. Yeah. What is this disease? The germ. It's so brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Um, <laughs> uh, the Heat also lost uh, our one of our assistant coaches, Dan Craig, I believe is his name, to the so, Clippers. Oh, I thought you were going to say to COVID. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a squeak of a man. Um, squeak. He, he is a squeak, man. If you look at Dan Craig, he is a squeak. But he's going to the clip. They offered him way too much money, honestly. He, to, for him to say no, it was just a too good of a deal. Right. So uh, I appreciate it. Total squeak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you do, Nick, if, if you're the Golden State Warriors in that pick? Who do you draft? Do you trade it? I mean, I'm. I, I think they should draft a player because I think. Yeah. I think players are w- way better coming out of college nowadays than they were. Yeah, I mean, this is a weird year, so I can get you know being hesitant. You're trying to maximize the the Steph and Clay window. Yeah. Um, but I think a guy like Anika Kongwu out of USC would be great for them. Mm-hmm. Um. Be like that Bam Adebayo kind of player. That's probably who's that? Who's that European guy? People are talking about. Oh, um, you're talking about the Israeli dude, Danny Avdija. Yeah, he also would be an interesting fit. He can't really shoot, but he's like apparently everything else is NBA ready. It's just the shot that's missing. So on Golden State, it really wouldn't be a bad fit because you got guys that can stretch the floor anyway. Um, but I don't really know what what they should do. I mean, I can see also trading for a veteran player. You just have to like, you can't trade like number two for Jonathan Isaac or Aaron Gordon or anyone like yeah. that. You got to like trade down, get more assets, and then use those to trade. And then at a certain point, like, is it really? What's the point then? What are we yeah. doing here? Yeah, we're just like getting a bunch of like, I guess, okay pieces. I don't know if anything really is going to shift the needle that much for them. So I think they should just draft and develop someone and just. Yeah, Keep it going. I'm with you on there. And it's cheaper, dude. Yeah, way it's cheaper. Fucking, they, it's way cheaper, man. Their their bill is insane. They got they're deep in the luxury tax because that Steph Curry contract and Clay got maxed out and Draymond's contract's huge. Um, yeah, it's get way some cheaper cheap talent. Just, yeah, Anthony Edwards, I like coming out of Georgia. I Maybe a little too high. I'm I'm nervous about the uh, the Andrew Wiggins comparisons, mm. um, which I I guess I could see. Um, That's but true. I don't know. I mean, I'm rooting for him, but mm-hmm. James uh, Weissman. I I think Memphis. James Weissman could be. He's like the biggest boomer bust prospect. He he really like we didn't get to see much from what we did get to see was good against bad competition. So I'm really interested to see how he can do without like. I mean, he's basically on the same level as a bunch of other people because the season ended up getting canceled. So he's just been training for the NBA draft yeah. longer than anyone. That's in this true. class and that could really benefit him but what i hear from what i read um from a lot of like people around the league that talk to scouts and gms and all that is that they feel like there's a lot better value in like the the later lottery or maybe not the late lottery but like the mid lottery you know like mm. five to ten they feel like that's a sweet spot to be in um mm. They it, apparently like one through four is a bit of a crapshoot in terms of 
value because you're going to have people that will, they either stay put and they draft Edwards and Weissman and, and LaMelo, but I don't know if how many people actually believe that those are the three best prospects or like even in the top five. I feel like yeah. some GMs probably have a lot of those dudes like maybe even out of the lottery on their big board. Yeah, so, I got to agree. I think there's no really clear number one here. Yeah, it's really like a crapshoot. It'll be interesting. One guy I really like is uh, Tyrell Terry. I think that he's going to be like the next great shooter. So I don't know where he's going to go. He could go like anywhere between like five and 20. It seems I've like. I've seen Stanford point guard. Yeah. Mm. He's got like the Steph Curry comparisons and everything like that. The big concern was his size, which his height is fine. Six three. That's pretty standard. For 174 pounds. Yeah. He was playing at 160 at Stanford. He, I think, has, I think he's up to either 174. That might be his right weight, or maybe 184, something like that. He's made it an emphasis to put on weight, um, so that he doesn't get completely bullied, um, in the NBA. But that's a guy that I would like to see the Celtics take. Um, but I also mm-hmm. think he's going to be like, no matter who takes him. I think he's going to be a guy that translates to the NBA very well, as long as he mm-hmm. continues to fill out his frame. And, you know, he's probably never going to be a great defender, but he's a smart player. So he'll be able to rack up steals and disrupt passing mm-hmm. lanes. And on the offensive end, he's, you know, smooth as shot in the draft. Mm, interesting. All right. Well, that's your NBA draft. I'm sure we'll be talking about this more. When is the yeah. draft? It's uh, November, November 18th. Yeah. So we got yeah. a couple of weeks, you know. We're, I mean, might not have a country by the time the draft comes around, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it nonetheless. All right. Uh, moving on to the NFL. Actually, you want to shout out your Rays? They're in there. They're still in the World Series. They, they had are. an epic game five, right? That was yeah, it? by the time, yeah, by the time this drops, they might not be in the World Series anymore. They're down 3-2. Game six pending tonight on a mm. Tuesday. But crazy game four. Wow. If you didn't see it, the Dodgers committed two errors. Very, mm-hmm. very Dodgers-esque kind of baseball where uh, they, I mean, the game would have gone the extra innings anyway. So it wasn't like um, like they would have won the game if they had gotten a Rosarena out. But basically, mm-hmm. they had a chance to get Randy Rosarena out, who was trying to round bases to get to home after uh, one of our worst haters hit a double. Um, a Rosarena was trying to run home. He trips and falls between third and home. Um, so it looks like he's going to be a sure out. That would be the last out of the inning. One runner's already scored, so it would go in extra innings at 7-7. However, the uh, guy that was like fielding the ball after the double was hit like misses the ball. So it takes him like an extra second or two to grab the ball. He throws it to home. The catcher I, apparently didn't see a Rosarena fall, so he thinks a Rosarena's coming like right now to slide in the home. He goes to catch the ball and like move it to tag out of Rosarena. He tags no one, and the ball has like flown out of his hand to the like I don't know, like the dugout basically. And I guess like a pitcher wasn't there to like you know help out or anything like that. It was just like a real, real clusterfuck, just chaos. And Rosarena is like initially running back to third, then he sees that ball go away, so he goes back tags home like crazy moment of baseball if you haven't seen it look yeah, it up it's, it's pretty crazy 
Yeah, it's like even I don't really like baseball to be honest. I'll only watch if the Rays are doing well. But that was something that I think everyone could enjoy. It was wild. Um, but yeah, they they have gone way farther than I expected, and I think a lot of people expected. So if they lose, yeah. you know, they should lose to the Dodgers. Like talent always wins out. If they win, it'll be one of the biggest upsets of World yeah. Series history. I think. Mm-hmm. I so. agree. Uh, cool. What a cool ride! Stuff. What a ride! Baseball's back, baby. Yeah, that that was a good baseball's back moment. That game four. Yeah, it felt like I felt the electricity in the air. Yeah, a rod like you know, pop off <laughs> and dropping on the yeah. table. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Has he ever won? Has he ever seen a baseball game before? Calm down, dude. Yeah, and maybe right. he's on the juice again. <laughs> <laughs> Took a huge bump before uh, before before filming. <laughs> Him and, him and, him and uh, Frank Thomas, Frank the Tank Thomas, taking huge rips. Wait, who's Frank Thomas? He's uh he's a guy who's like uh, he's a baseball player. He's on that he's a he's on that uh, Fox like post game and pre game uh, show. Uh, okay. He's also the, the spokesman for uh, Neutrogenics, I believe. That guy, which is, is like <laughs> was fucking Jack. That boy was straight and juice. Yeah. <laughs> There's a commercial of like, uh, it's like him working out and this like couple, this like older man and wife comes like, oh my God, you're Frank Thomas. He's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, and she's, and the woman's like, you're so big. Like, why can't my husband be like you? And he just, uh, <laughs> and he looks at the husband and the husband just like looks like weak and mad. He's like, try Neutrogenics. Like try Neutrogenics. <laughs> it gets me up and going and, you know, helps me with my lividity and, you know, it doesn't help. It, doesn't, it also helps in the bedroom, but I don't let me tell you that. And then he fucks his wife, right? In front of him. <laughs> yeah. Then fucks his wife in the gym. And like him. comes all over, for, yeah, cooks yeah. him. It's a great um, my favorite. Moving on to the NFL. Want me to fly through NFL Week Seven? Well, I just want to. I want to find. Let's uh, let's look up the news before we get into the. Uh... Okay. Well, let's start off with the biggest news. Antonio Brown is oh, yes. signing with the Bucks after being called. Too much of a diva and not a fit and having a civil lawsuit pending against him still for December. Um, he has a job. Talent wins out. Yep. Yeah, how do you feel about it? I mean, here's the thing. Morally, I'm against the signing. But as a Buccaneer fan whose team finally has a chance to do something relevant, fuck it. Whatever. You know, at this point... Just as long as he just acts okay from now on, I honestly will turn a blind eye, even though that's the wrong thing to do. Mm -hmm. But because I know that if he fucks up, he's going to get cut and that's fine by me. So and if he gets found guilty, the Bucks said they're going to cut him. I think it's fine. Mike Evans has been hurt. Chris Godwin's been hurt. Justin Watson's been hurt. Scotty Miller's been hurt. Robert and has been hurt. OJ Howard's out for the year. I can see why they bring in the most talented guy that they can find on the market to try to keep this thing going. Because mm-hmm. um, the window's so small, you have to win this year and next year. Yeah, you have to win it all. So yeah, I you know you gotta do what you gotta do. And you guys it's are pretty business. thin there at uh, wide receiver depth at this point. Yeah, I mean there we got some we got some good pieces, but we need like that reliable. Yeah, because like, Godwin I'm, Godwin's out right is going to be out the next week. Yeah, he uh, hurt his finger. Reported. He had a great game yeah. on Sunday, but he hurt his finger. Yeah. He'll be out one week and hopefully will be back for the New Orleans game. 
Yeah. Um, but if he's not, that Antonio Brown signing, Antonio Brown be debuting that week, so that really comes in handy. We don't have to rush him back and risk further injury. Yeah. Same with Mike Evans. Mike Evans might be able to take a maintenance week here coming up because he definitely hasn't been playing at a hundred percent. He's been he looks he's been looking awful. Not awful. I mean, I don't think he's just getting the targets. I'm not watching the games as close as you do, but does he even look healthy at this point? He doesn't look hundred percent healthy. He doesn't look bad. He's doing everything right. Um, and he got a couple catches in the fourth quarter. Um, mm-hmm. but he just he looks hobbled. Um, mm. and he's still the primary focus of the opposing defense. So he's still getting doubled even though he's hurt it's opening mm-hmm. up things for other guys like scotty miller has been feasting yeah he looks really good yeah that mike evans has been getting so and i can only imagine what's going to happen with antonio brown like it's you take your pick especially when godwin's healthy too you you can't double cover everybody you know you mm-hmm. gotta leave one of godwin evans brown or gronk in single coverage and then you got scotty miller going over the top and tyler johnson's also becoming a really good weapon mm. for brady so they got mad weapons. They look, this is the best I've ever seen a Tampa Bay team look. They look better than the Super Bowl winning team of 2002. Mm. So go all in. Fuck it. Warren yeah. Sapp was. And you guys are on a bye, game. right? Uh, no, we're playing. Well, we're playing the Giants on Monday, so kind of. Okay. But it's our official bye is until week 13. We got a really late bye. Oh, I mean, I think that would be better for you guys. Yeah, it's I gonna be so. it's gonna it's gonna t- it's gonna be a while till you get there. But I, I like later buys and earlier buys, and yeah. that's just me. What kind of sucks is I like later buys too, but it happens the week after we play the Chiefs, and I kind of wish uh, it happened the week before we play the Chiefs. Mm, but that's okay. Whatever. Yeah, you take the schedule giveth and the schedule taketh. Am I right? Sure do, sure do. We play uh, on like Monday Night Football the week before they play. We play them too. So that I guess really we can sucks. talk about uh, two. Uh, we'll do a little pregame for uh, the Rams Dolphins. Um, two is starting. There's been a lot of conversation about has it been too early? When did, is this a Chris Greer decision? Who's a GM for the Dolphins, or is this a Brian Flores decision? I think it's a mixture of both because those two, they, I think they, from what I've seen, it, it's a it's a partnership as as far as it comes to the personnel on the field. Not when it, yeah. I think uh Greer is all about the trade and stuff. I don't think Coach Flo has much to say about what who gets traded and that. Maybe he do, obviously he does, but as far as like trading four players, I don't think he's I think he has a big board and Chris Greer just looks for the guys and sees if there's available he just takes them. But I think the big thing too is we also don't watch practice. You know, maybe two yeah. is killing it in practice and it's just like Yeah, reporters aren't practice. haven't been allowed at practice since training camp. So Right. So it could be that Tua just gives them, they feel Tua gives them the best chance to win. And they're only a game and a half away from the lead in the division. They're very much in the wild card race. Yep. You know, make your move now. You had the bye week, like you said last week. You got and the bye. Rams are coming off a big Monday night football win against the Bears. Yeah. Um, and I think this is the Rams, right time. Who do the Rams have after you guys? Do they, oh, they might have a bye after you guys, which, okay, because I was kind of wondering, also works like, oh, favorite. is there is this trap game potential? But yeah. now it's not. So, so yeah, um, they're going to want to go into the bye on a good note. But, you know, still, you've had a, you've had a week yourselves to prepare. And mm-hmm. Ellie's defense looks good. It'll be a good test for Tua. But I could see Tua realistically being able to get the Dolphins to like 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and seven. Yeah, which should be could be good enough to get into the playoffs. Yeah, and this decision was obviously influenced by how good Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow have been throughout this early season. 
Joe yeah. Burrow has one win. So does Justin Herbert. Got his first um, win this Sunday. First win Sunday against the Jags. Um, I kind of hate people are treating Tua like he's never played football before. Like, he's a rookie, man. He's not going to be like... I mean, like, he went to the football factory of America, Alabama. Yeah. I mean, he played he's, in the hardest conference. I mean, he has... He's, been, a he's played a lot of football. Yeah, he's played a lot of football. Like, ain't his first rodeo. I know the NFL is a wholly, totally different beast, but he's been preparing for this moment for a very long time. So, I I, I fully prefer... And, and the way Coach Flo talks about it, like, he's a preparation junkie just like uh, any other great quarterback is, so... I think he's going to be really prepared. I think uh, I had a dream last night that the, the Dolphins won in a blowout against the Rams. Oh, really? Uh, the score was 37-17, 34-17, and it, it wasn't close. My my dreams usually, if I dream that the Bucks win in a blowout, they usually lose. If I dream that the Bucks lose in a blowout, they usually win. Mm. So that's how I've noticed it. All right, we'll see if my, if my apparition comes true. We'll figure it out. But um, two weeks from now, uh, or three weeks from now, Dolphins play the Chargers, which would be circled mm. on every NFL fan's calendar. And I think we play the the Bengals like two weeks after that. Oh, yeah, I think we do. Our, our schedule, uh, let me just read off the schedule. Our next four games are really winnable. We play they're tough, winnable games. I would say. I would say I think the Rams is a winnable game because they're coming out, out. They're coming out west. They're coming out east. It's a short on a short week. It's always hard for west, west for teams in the west to do that. Mm-hmm. Then we play the Cardinals, which I think I, I like. I think the Cardinals are good, but I don't think they're unbeatable. I mean, the Detroit Lions beat them. <laughs> yeah, no, so I think I think uh, yeah, they're a very beatable team. If you. Uh, and if you have a, we just got to, we got to play that. Game. It's it's going to be a tough game, but I think it's winnable. Then we have the Chargers, totally winnable game. They're coming out. The Dolphins always have a good record against the Chargers whenever they come to Miami. Then we go to Denver and we play the the Broncos. Other very winnable game. I think Drew Locke is a bust, <laughs> straight bust. And then we play the Jets. And what are we going to say about the Jets? We destroyed them the first time. And then we play the Bengals. Yeah, also we got, very winnable. Very winnable, and then the next four games. Then after the Chiefs, that, then we nah. got the Chiefs, nah. and then we got the then we got the Patriots, which we'll see how they look in the, on they December twentieth. Bad, yeah. And then Fair we play enough. the Raiders, very winnable, and then our last game of the season is against the Bills, which I think the Bills are looking more and more beatable. We almost we almost got their number. I think uh, the way I think we've been playing way better since we last played them. So yeah, it's gonna be a tough game. But I think the Dolphins have a rel. I would say this is a relatively easy schedule. Rest of the schedule to go. I mean, these Gotta, next two as games good of a shot as any to make. The yeah, to make the to make the playoffs. Yeah. So let's do a quick uh, recap of last week's games or the games that you just saw. Um, okay. Thursday Gi- night football. Giants Oof. Eagles. Oof. I did not watch. It apparently came right down to it, but it did not seem like a very fun game to watch. I heard no. Danny Dimes tripped over himself. That was awesome, dude. That was like <laughs> that was the Giants season. Like Daniel Jones sprinting at full speed down the field to only get tackled by the turf monster. Oh, dude, the butt- it's like one of the best plays of all time. I, I like this is like butt fumble territory of like just. <laughs> Because so the the- it's like, oh my god, he's going! Oh my god, Daniel Jones is about to this score a seventy-yard run. <laughs> he just tripped. <laughs> oh god, it's embarrassing. Did they That's- even score on that pos- ensuing possession? 
Let me see. I don't know. I'm watching it right but, uh, now. Yeah, he did not score. <laughs> yeah, the Bucks might have lost, uh, oh. play the Giants on Monday Night Football. I know I shouldn't be worried about losing at all because it's a completely different Bucks team, but I still have PTSD. And man, it would be really embarrassing to lose to the Giants on a national stage. Hmm. So I really hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. But Philly but, atop the NFC East at what is it two four and one? Yep, two four and one. The stinky East. That Gross. is, it's it's honestly this. It's just awful that they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, it really is. I mean, hopefully they look a lot better when their injuries kind of subside. But fucking jeez, what a terrible division. I mean, yeah. even no matter even if they're healthy, they're not going to make it past the wild card. I, I don't see it happening. Um, moving on to Saints Panthers. I know you're a little disappointed by this game. Came yeah. really much down to the wire. But Joey Sly almost nailed a 65 yarder to tie it up. Yeah. But Teddy played great. Um, yeah, man, 23 for 28, 254, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yeah, I mean, he's, he loves playing indoors, man. That guy is an indoors yeah, quarterback. He loves in it in the Superdome. He's great. Yeah. Um, New Orleans did win. Big win for them. Yeah, uh, they stayed. A, they needed a half that win game. bad back from tampa um they play someone next week they play the bears in chicago so that'll be interesting to see how they stack up against chicago's defense but chicago's starting to look like um chicago we thought they were yeah the bears are who we thought they were anybody who thought otherwise i i I don't know if there should be talking about football yeah i mean (laughs) it was so clear that the bears were were not like I know they beat my team, but that was like they didn't beat my team. The yeah, NFL they, beat my team. Yeah. So they've been really they've gotten they've been really lucky the first six weeks of the NFL. Yeah, I could see them like wrapping this up at like eight and eight or even yeah. seven and nine. I could see them really just shitting their pants down the stretch here. Um, Hold up, my cat is having a hairball attack. Yeah, having an episode. Hey, buddy. How do you help him get it out? Is Jordan there? The baby, get a, give him a pound of Hey, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, he feels the same way about Kanye as me. All right. Um, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. All right, we're back. Um, let's go yeah. back. We got a uh, Bills and Jets. They Bills played in Jets. A boring ass game. Ugly. Terrible game. Uh, winning by only eight against the Jets is. I don't think the offense scored a touchdown. Kind of yeah, no, they, yeah, the offense... they they only kicked six field goals. Jesus Christ! They missed like two of them too. It was really weird. Um, yeah, Bills not looking good the past couple weeks, but they still win. Josh Josh Allen threw it 43 times. Yeah, he's, a lot. he's he's crashing back down to earth. So uh, these MVP discussions were premature. Mm-hmm. Browns, Bengals, mm-hmm. Baker, good game, great game. Burrow, great good. game. Yeah, good game by both quarterbacks. I mean, I think this oh, is Baker's sure. best game as a Brown. Odell out for the year, torn ACL. L- yeah, that's the big story coming out. Of the I think it's Baker looked way better without him on the field. Everyone, if you if you really want to sh- show your solidarity with Odell, just take a shit in a Ziploc bag and mail it to his house. Make him feel a lot better. 
I mean, the way he got injured too was so strange. It was, it was really weird. Interception, interception. I'm... He was trying to make a tackle on the guy who he jumped up awkwardly and then tried to jump on the guy's back and just like to- yeah. busted his knee open. I guess he, yeah, just like tore it on the jump or what, whatever. But yeah. yeah, it was really weird. Um, I did not expect it to be a torn ACL. But yeah, poor Joe was. Burrow gets keeps getting destroyed. His offensive line is terrible. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's, he's getting, getting bruises. They really yeah. need to invest in that O line heavy next off season. Yeah. Um, um, Washington beat the Cowboys twenty-five to three. Cowboys are done. It's yeah. over. That team's Ter- terrible. Uh, that game. That's an embarrassing loss. I mean, yeah. I, I Andy Dalton did go out, but they're already losing by a lot by the time he went out. And that was a really, really crazy hit that he took. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was dirty. That um, was a uh, fucked up. Yeah, not to sound um, ignorant, but I love watching like white boys especially gingers get like just rocked like that <laughs> so i laughed pretty pretty heartily um very honest of you yeah it's, i i laughed really hard when devin white blasted Derek carr too i thought mm. that was great and Derek carr got nut tapped on an interception yeah. as well pretty, <laughs> it was pretty funny does washington have a chance at winning this division fucking anyone's got a chance at winning that division. i have yeah. a chance at winning that division so <laughs> they sure do but uh i think yeah. it goes to philly this is the worst I can ever remember seeing the Cowboys in my lifetime. Yeah, this is bad. This is embarrassingly bad. Yeah, they played some bad football, but this is like atrocious. I mean, luckily they're in the same league as the Jets. Um yeah. so it's tough to call them the worst team in the NFL, but they are very bad. Um Packers beat the Texans. Packers, Texans. That was a, yeah. Big game for the Dolphins. We have a top five pick now. Thanks mm-hmm. to the Houston Texans and Bill O'Brien. They are pretty bad, those Houston Very Texans. Um, feel Poor bad Deshaun. that Deshaun yeah. Watson's just withering away in, in Houston with not much help. Nope. He's got a bunch of like slot receivers, you know. He doesn't have like the solid number one or number two no. guys. Um he's got like a bunch of number threes around him. Mm-hmm. Packers, big bounce back win. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, Detroit beats Atlanta 23-22. That game was wild, dude. That game was wild. Falcons way to lose a game ever. Yeah, man. Ever. Just it's different every week. It's like the it's they're really like the Bucks of uh the past of couple old. years. Yeah. Now, yeah, now the torch has been passed to Atlanta. Buckle people up. Don't, if people don't know, the game the uh, Atlanta Falcons had the ball with like what 43 seconds left or less than a minute. It's like I think a minute left. Yeah. Todd Gurley, they're in the red zone. Todd Gurley uh, busts through the uh, through the middle, and like they're at the, I would say fifteen, maybe ten yard line, yeah. and he tries to stop at the one yard line. He like he he like hesitated, yeah. like he didn't know what he was gonna do, and then he just falls right down and like well, yeah. scores well, a touchdown, breaking a tackle to get the first down, and yeah. then just, he just I think didn't realize where he was. Yeah, on the he had he so much. Yeah, his couldn't knees just couldn't stop. <laughs> Got them arthritic knees. Just didn't have the control. Nope, and he just and I can't blame him, you know. Yeah, I don't blame him. He he scored a touchdown. (laughs) It's like that's supposed to be a good thing. Almost Um, fucked me in fantasy, honestly. But Detroit predictably goes down the field, scores the game winning touchdown as time expires, kicks the extra point. They win by one point. Falcons five hundred. Yeah, Falcons won. Yeah, the Lions are somehow a five hundred team in the playoff race. Um Yeah. Who would have thought? Uh, Pittsburgh beats Tennessee. 27-24 in a pretty I am, wild game. Yeah, I'm still not sold on the Steelers. I'm not sold on the Steelers or Titans. 
Me neither. I, I'm more, honestly, I'm more sold on the Titans because the Titans almost came back and won this game. I mean, they're a Steven yeah. Gadkowski field goal away from going to overtime. So I don't think it's that big of a, I don't think Pittsburgh, like, dominated this game by any means. I think the first half they did a good job. They scored 17 points in the second quarter. That's very impressive. But after that, they scored three points. Yeah. And then the Titans was... went on to score seven, another 17 points between the third and fourth quarter. Yeah, I know people are like singing the AFC's praises. The only team I'm really concerned about is the Chiefs. There's not yeah. really anyone else that I feel like is like crazy better than the teams you get in the NFC. Like people are hyping up the AFC, but I think like Seattle's better than the next best team in the AFC. I think Green Bay is better. I think Tampa Bay is better. So yeah, it's a it's still kind of up in the air there in the, mm-hmm. the AFC but with the records at least but I think things will balance out and the Chiefs will get that top spot yeah um Derrick Henry played good I think Ben Roethlisberger threw a costly interception at the end of the game that gave the Chiefs even a chance dude I started him in my money league just fucking started off so good and then it's like just kept Crashed. on seeing him have every time I checked the app he had less points than before and I'm like what the fuck is going on he threw like three second half interceptions yeah. just brutal brutal could not close it out um yeah. AJ Brown has been playing great though since he came back yeah um Bucks Raiders Kick nice dominant win by the Buccaneers. Yep. Kicked uh, ass whooping. Not much to say. I think Gronk and Tom Brady had a beautiful throw in this game. Vintage yeah. Tom. Like Tom Brady was on. Some, one of the best passes I think of I've seen in the NFL. I think him and Russell Wilson had two great passes this like this Sunday. Like two really great, great throws. Yeah. Brady still got it. Um, John Gruden was. I kind of want to talk about this for a little bit. John Gruden mm-hmm. was upset that the game did not get postponed because yeah. the o-line couldn't practice all week yeah. but that's i'm so glad the nfl didn't postpone it not just because my team won but like his team has been warned multiple times about violating protocol yeah and then they do it again and one of their guys gets covid uh luckily it doesn't spread to anyone else and become an outbreak but you had to quarantine these people because you weren't following protocol yeah and the other team tampa bay should not be punished because you can't keep your house in order. That's true. Like we had talked about a couple of weeks ago, like you can't really forfeit the games, but like you should, unless it is unavoidable, you should not reschedule the games. I mean, they rescheduled the game up to four o'clock to make sure that they could have a yeah. Sunday night game, which I understand why the NFL would do that. But you can't punish the other team that's been doing everything right because you guys have been sloppy and you've been sloppy from week one. Yeah. Like from week one, the NFL has been on the Raiders. And yeah. if they finally fucked up enough to where it impacted their practice and they have no one to blame but themselves. Yep, I totally agree. Uh Chiefs Broncos. I'm starting to worry about this Chiefs offensive line. I mean the Broncos like it looks like a blowout, but the Broncos defense kind of like Dominated Patrick Mahomes. The, yeah, wasn't the there like game. a defensive touchdown and a special? There's a defensive touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, there's defensive touchdown and a special teams touchdown in the second quarter, I believe. And after that, they just cruised. Yeah, I don't know how much of it was like the snow or anything, but the, I think it was this. I I think snow did have to play someone into it, but the offensive line for the Chiefs looked terrible. Yeah, defense the, looks good though. The Chiefs for the past two and a half games on offense haven't really looked that convincing. Yeah. 
but uh, I'm sure that'll turn turn around. I don't believe that they'll yeah. stay in a slump for long. And they got the Jets next week, so that's good to get you back in your rhythm. Yeah. Uh, Jaguars, Chargers. This was a really good, uh, fun game. I mean, let me yeah. read Justin, Justin Herbert. 27 for 40, 43, 347 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Wow. Do you think Gardner Minshew is going to get benched? I don't think so. From Mike, he Lennon. played. He played decent. I mean, he had. Uh, I mean, like, what are you? You're not going to win more games with Mike Lennon. No, you're, I can assure you, as a Bucks fan, you are not going to win more games with Mike Lennon. Yeah, the guy is not good at football. No. Um. Yeah, Justin Herbert playing good. Very excited for the Chargers Dolphins matchup in Week Nine mm-hmm. or Ten. Week Ten. Mm. Um. San Fran kicked Patriots' ass. Terrible. I mean, the Patriots were just terrible. Cam looked awful. It looked like he did at the end of the season with the with the uh, Panthers, like his shoulders just out. Yeah, he looks off. Yeah, it's uh, San Francisco somehow finding a way to win with all these hurt dudes, making the NFC very interesting. Um, It's a big win for uh, for the Forty Nine ers just to keep growing. They, can't, yeah. they, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't play that great either. I mean, they just dominated on, like, just ran the ball down their throats. But they did lose, uh, fucking what's his name? Oh, Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah, lost Debo Samuel for I think a couple weeks. Jeez, yeah, they're snake bitten. They're they have just as much bad luck as the Eagles, but they find a way yeah. to persevere. Whereas the Eagles, here's Cam Newton's stat line. He was benched for Jared Stidham. He was nine for 15, 98 yards. Zero touchdowns, three interceptions. Awful. Jared Terrible. Sinem he looked, he looked like he just too. couldn't get. Yeah, Jared Sinem did throw a pick. He just looked like he couldn't get the ball there. I'd say exactly my problem, my fear was coming into the season. Like he just looked so bad in the last couple of games with Carolina. Yeah. That I just, I it just like his shoulders. Like I'm not sure. What, I'm not sure if COVID. I think COVID did fuck with him a lot. Yeah, it must have because he just he looked fine. Earlier, yeah. he looked totally fine, and now he just like he just can't hit his receivers. It's yeah. weird. It's like, and insane. also his receivers are just terrible. Yeah, his receivers are terrible too. Who knows how much of his like miscommunications and all that as well? Yeah, I mean, hate to speculate, but yeah, it's uh, not looking good in New England. Um, no. Arizona game, beat Seattle game of the overtime. week. Game of yeah, the week. I didn't see it at all. I was I, I watched all of it. It was great. Um. Russell Wilson dueled with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray won, but Kyler Murray played awesome. And he threw one. He, I think he had a he had a pretty. I mean, he just played great. I mean, can't say much for the man. He outdueled the Russell Wilson. Yeah, the and people are wondering if this takes a if Russell's MVP fantasy mm-hmm. takes a hit on this because he threw three picks. I didn't see him play, but his stat line looks pretty good. Otherwise, um, I mean, he did. He threw two really big pits, picks at, in the fourth quarter and mm-hmm. in overtime. Do you think Tom Brady has worked his way into the MVP discussion? I got to see another show. I got to see in one more week. One more. One more I week think, of him just dominating, and I would say, yeah, he's in the running. I would say if he dominates the Saints in yeah. a couple weeks on Sunday night, then he's back in it. For and sure. then, and then you got to see how he does against Mahomes. If he can win those two duels, I think he could he could take the driver's seat. Yeah. Uh, uh bad news for the fa- for the Seahawks. Chris Carson went out. Their leading rusher early in I think the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, only had five carries, and then I think Carlos Hyde, the running back, their backup, uh, also got hurt. 
and, uh, and that he's and also Cardinals running back Kenyon Drake got hurt as well. Jeez. Yeah. More injuries. So, more injuries, but uh, it was a really good game. Tyler Lockett balled out 15 receptions, 200 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. That Ke- is an impressive stat line. Kevin was excited about that. Um, Dude, that is insane. Do you like uh, Kevin's like texts on Monday of just like saying things that you could easily find out in the app? Like, I almost lost. Or I, I did almost lose. Lost. Or I, I won. <laughs> I mean, he's texting like your dad. <laughs> hey, he's been in this house for mm. a while, so must be rubbing off on him. He's That's doing good, though. He's third in our fantasy league. Yes, I'm in first place, everybody. Undefeated. Undefeated. Um, I am in second. I, uh, I, I'm going to really struggle without Kyler this week. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> good game, though. I, I mean, Russell Wilson had, like, two – I don't know, man. Like, he had, like, some, like, two really impressive passes to Tyler Lockett in this game, maybe even three with, like – he had a touchdown before Kyler Murray got the ball in, in the fourth quarter to make it a, make it a game. Uh, he just he had some amazing throws. You should watch them. Just some, like awesome deep throws. Yeah, I watched the highlights just to kind of see mm-hmm. like what happened because I heard it was a crazy game. It was really good. Uh, Kyler, Mur- I mean Kyler is just so outside the pocket. I think he's like the most dangerous quarterback I think we've ever seen. I, I, and I'm even putting him in conversation with Lamar here. Yeah. I think Lamar is straight up just fast, and he's at uh, Lamar is athletic, but Kyler Murray is fast but he also has like this really insane elusive elusiveness that comes with only being like six foot tall <laughs> oh yeah he's like yeah he's like that russell wilson uh he's a lot like russell wilson he just mm-hmm. i don't know if he has the football iq of russ but he definitely like has no i would say like e- even another notch of athleticism yeah i would say beyond I think what he, russ has yeah i think russ is a be- is a more natural thrower of the football than kyler is yeah but Kyler, I think that will come with time with Kyler. I think in like maybe five seasons, he'll be like, if barring any injury, because if he like tears an ACL, God forbid, like or hurts an a- like splits right. an ankle, like he can he he can tear it up for sure. I also don't think Cliff Kingsbury is a good coach, so I'd be interested to see mm. how he can perform with like an actually good coach. Mm. I think the jury's still out on that for me. Yeah, I mean to be fair, they are five and two, and there's five and two, very tough division. But yeah. I'm still not sold on Cliff Kingsbury. The Rams, Rams beat the Bears in a snoozer of a game. Yeah, it was a snoozer. I had snoozed at halftime for yeah. this one. Um, yeah, Bears, phony pretenders. Rams, I still don't know. Yeah. Um. So we can tackle next week's games. I'm gonna circle a few. Uh, Colts Lions. This is a big game. Big game for like not so good teams that are in the playoff race. Yeah. Uh, I think the Colts win this one. Yeah, me too. Actually, you know what? I'll take the Lions in this. You will. Okay, I can see it happening. I could. I think Matt Stafford's on has the hotter hand coming into this game than I think the Colts are coming off a bye, right? Yeah, they're coming off. Colts are coming off a bye. Yeah, you're right. Talk about them. Um. I I like that Colts defense though. I could see them mm. getting uh, Matt Stafford True. a little flustered. Steelers Ravens. Why this game isn't mm. playing on Monday night or, or Sunday right. night? Even yeah, I we get that Cowboys insane. Eagles on Good. Sunday nights. Gross. But Steelers Ravens. I'm not. This is a really. I think to me this is a toss up right now. I think the Ravens. I'm not. I'm not completely sold on them 
I'm not completely sold on either of these teams. It's is it? It's in. It's, it's in, in Baltimore. Baltimore. I'm gonna give it to the is Ravens. Limited persons in attendance. I'll give it to the Ravens too. But again, I could see the Steelers' defense just like holding Lamar to like. I don't know. I think Lamar's throwing is starting to become a bigger and bigger issue with this team. Yeah, it's moving on. Rams, Dolphins, big game for the Dolphins. I had the dream Dolphins will win. Dolphins will win in a blowout. God, I hate saying predicting that. <laughs> yeah, putting yourself in a bad situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dolphins in a close one. Patriots, Bills, stinky, stinky, stinky game. Uh, Bills should win by two touchdowns. Hopefully Cam bounces back. I don't see it happening, but... Not if he keeps wearing that fucking shit. <laughs> he should dress like a man coming with a suit of fedora. Yeah, he should come in in some gym shorts, you playing like that. Shout out to Jeff Garcia, former Bucks quarterback. Clearly picked up on our Republican values here in Tampa. <laughs> Raiders Browns big game uh, I think uh, I think the Browns win this I think this is a big game I think this is a bigger game for the Raiders you know I think they yeah. lost what two in a row right uh, e- uh did they did they lose two in a row let's they, see we're in weeks I think they had a bye after they yeah, beat the they lost. Chiefs okay so okay never mind yeah so, but they but did lose big to off. the Bucks at home. So, yeah, um, yeah. Chargers, Broncos. I think the Broncos defense is going to rattle Justin Herbert a little bit. I'll take the Chargers very close. I will take. Oh, I'll, for the record, I'll take the Raiders okay, against sorry. the Browns, and I will take the Broncos against the Chargers. I think uh, Drew Locke's got to manage the game, and they can beat the Chargers because they don't look that good other than Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. Saints Bears. I like the Saints in this game. I think the Bears are pretenders. I think the Bears defense is good and they'll keep it a little close. Uh Saints by ten points. Yeah, I think the Saints went too. I think it'll be pretty close, maybe like another field goal game. But I also believe the Bears are pretenders. Defense is legit. Offense, dog shit. Saints win. In one of my favorite rivalry games, 49ers, Seahawks. Uh, 49ers traveling to Seattle. Um, this did become a good game. rivalry game uh, yeah. during our generation. Yeah, so I, I'm a fan of it. Uh, I like the Seahawks in this, but I like it very close. I think Seahawks by four points. I think Seahawks win too. Russ, uh, I'm sure, is looking for a bounce back after three picks. Subpar. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, it's so weird. That game was so weird because he, like, before the fourth quarter, he was just lining them up. It was, it was, it was. It's a crazy how that fourth quarter just affected the whole talk around him now. Yeah, I need to watch the the highlights of that because I missed the entirety of the game. But that Seattle defense, every game that I've seen them play this year, they look like shit. So yeah, they no, defensive. I think the defensive line just can't get any pressure. Yeah, they. Uh, I think they're really missing Jadavion. Yeah, did Jadavion? Oh, he went to Tennessee. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're really missing a, a pass rusher. But I still think they win against San Francisco. But it should be a good game as well. Mm-hmm. Cowboys-Eagles, the stinky Sunday night football game. Pile of shit. Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels will be <laughs> doing fucking bong rips and snorting coke throughout this whole thing. Yeah, I can't wait for the Chris um, Collinsworth highlight reel. Yeah, I just <laughs> took a bunch of Percocet. 
Yeah, you know, back acting up, and I figured now would be a good time to pop a few oxies and watch some football. Hey, Chris, I still have some quaaludes from the 80s ready to pop them. <laughs> Cousin! Cousin! <laughs> Winning team! If the Eagles don't win this game, you could, uh, honestly, the Eagles should just like not even play the next. They should just forfeit yeah. the whole season. Can we forfeit the fucking <laughs> NFC East if the Eagles yeah. don't win? We got to have someone at least like 7, 8, and 1. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are you going to take? You're taking the Eagles too? Yeah, take the Eagles. I, Obviously. The Cowboys are just so shitty. Yeah. I mean, the Jets are the worst, but the Cowboys are a very close second. Yeah. Buccaneers, Giants, Bucks should dominate this game by like three touchdowns and it shouldn't even be yeah. close it's monday night in in uh in the meadowlands we'll see we'll see who shows up for the giants but um yeah. i am scared that this will be a a, a, a trap game yeah i'm worried about it too because we got the saints next week we have the yeah. ab news and all that hitting the, the news cycle full on this week chris godwin's yeah. out uh but still even with all that if we don't win by 10 points uh, or more i'll be disappointed well, that's going to do it for us, folks. We appreciate you listening. Rate, review, subscribe. We'll be back next week. You'll have my full Tua breakdown of this whole game. I'm going to be I'm going to be watching it very closely. It's due with time, baby. And if the Bucks lose on Monday Night Football, you'll get my full mental breakdown next week. <laughs> We're here for it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week.